This is the So You Are a Former Athlete podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring the effects that losing your athlete identity has on adult life. From community to routine integration to finding new passions, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, before we get started on today's episode, I quickly want to announce that on February 22nd, Alyssa and I are going to be running a free workshop called Starting from Zero for the Last Time. This is going to be a two-hour free workshop hosted on Zoom. If you are interested, go to our Facebook page or Facebook group for more information, and we're looking forward to seeing you there. Welcome back, everybody, to So You're a Former Athlete podcast. It's your favorite duo here. It's Liz co-hosting with Alyssa today. Mm-hmm. So you're a former athlete, and the word rest does not exist in your vocabulary. If you can relate, you won't want to miss this episode. As an athlete, I'm sure you remember what it's like to train with minimal rest between practice, few off days a year, pushing through soreness, sickness, exhaustion, while all continuing to show up to practice and competitions. The word rest was pretty much a foreign language involved in sports. So what happens once you retire from athletics and transition into a completely different stage of life? Let's kick it off here and find out. In a sport like swimming, I was often training year-round, and throughout my career, I didn't know what it was like to slow down. I had hours of practice, plus balancing school and a social life, so I was on go mode for years. I failed to recognize the importance of rest. Once I moved on from my swimming career, the concept of rest and slowing down was something I really struggled to embrace. Hermie, what do you think about the importance of rest? How did you um, figure it out in college or now? It definitely took me some time because as athletes, our hard work was usually celebrated, right? I'm sure you've had people come up to you like, oh my God, you work so hard. I wish I could do as much as you did. Or Mm -hmm. you work really hard and then you get the result that you were looking for and you're like, oh, okay, this is how I get things that I want. I just go at them nonstop all the time, put my health and wellness aside. As athletes, it may have been the edge to kind of get you to win the game, to get the scholarships you were working for. Unfortunately, no one tells us that there's a time and place to have this dialed in mentality. For example, like if I'm in the middle of a soccer game and I'm tired, I'm not just going to stop running and take a breath. Like, no, keep your head down. You keep going. But there should be time for rest. Like if I feel I can't give my 100%, I wish someone would have told me, hey, raise your hand so you can be subbed out. That just makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. This In the sport, in, in swimming, I wasn't going to just stop halfway through the mile and be like, oh, I'm done. I'm tired, right? There was this, <laughs> no, you keep pushing. But we didn't take those glasses off, so to speak, after practice, after Mm -hmm. the competition. It was years and years of just, you put your foot on the gas and then you slow down a little bit. You put your foot like harder on the gas. You take it off a little bit. There was no slowing down the car to the point of stopping, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And if you took your foot off the gas, then you better work even harder to get back on it. Oh, absolutely. There's also that mentality too of like resting should not be rewarded. It should be punished by working even harder after. 
And I think that's such as life outside of the athletic world too, right? In mm-hmm. society, so much of this like, go, go, go. You should have had it done yesterday. You're not far enough ahead, right? We continue to try and work harder in so many aspects that we forget that rest and recovery are really, really key components to a well-rounded lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So if you're somebody who's a former athlete and you don't know the concept of rest or it's been really hard to ease into the transition of being on go mode for years and then incorporating rest and recovery in sufficiently in your current lifestyle, you're totally not alone. Many of us spent years pushing our body and minds to the limit. This becomes the norm, like I said, for most of us, and we become conditioned to show up, even if we're tired, even if we're exhausted. And don't get me wrong, like I'm so thankful for the younger version of me that wanted to achieve things and wanted to work hard and learned how to kind of tap into that part of myself that not everyone can. And I think it's a very unique athlete thing where you've already given everything you thought you had, and you're still able to dig in and find something more and push. It helped me to get me where I am. It's pushed me forward as adults, as an adult, it's time for me and for most people to say, okay, thank you, but I've got this now. There's a better way to do this. There's a more sustainable way to be successful and you get to take a break and like, we're all good. We're all good with that. Yeah. And it's a learning curve, I think, to get there. I think, you know, how often in sports were we told you don't need to rest, you should push yourself harder. I know you have more to give one more rep, one more sprint, sprint. I know from my experience in the pool, I often had coaches where if you got sick because you were working too hard, so you went and booted in the garbage can. No, the expectation was you got back in the pool and you kept swimming your yards and you had to puke again. Okay, go puke and rally and get back in the pool, right? Even when you were sick, you had a little bit of a cold. Unless you were like in the hospital, unless you could not physically get your body out of bed, you were expected to be at practice. And how often were our coaches really pushing our bodies to the limit, of course, to make us the best athletes that we could be and for us to fulfill our full potential. And there were times, there were rest days, there were rest between sets and practices. Sleep was sometimes talked about, nutrition, but the bottom line was you showed up and pushed your body to the limit in practice. Time off was seldom experienced as an athlete, and it can often be overlooked once you leave sports. I know for me, that was the biggest transition from my athletic life to adulthood was the fact that, oh, I need to take off days from the gym. Oh, it is okay for my body to be sick and for me not to exercise, or I can't go to work because I have a fever, right? This is all normal. And I think coming out of a really competitive container into transitioning into a job and relationships and overall life, sleep can become overlooked. Sleep was definitely not my highest priority when I was in athletics. Even after I left swimming, I still thought I could operate at this high capacity that I was in college. I often push the limit, whether that be in my career and not getting enough sleep between shifts or not taking time off from the gym, like I had mentioned. I struggled after sports to focus on providing my body with enough rest. How about you, Hermie? Yeah, all of that. And I used to love to tell people how tired I was. (laughs) Like I would just like get off on the idea of telling other people that I managed to do the things I did with little sleep. It was almost like a badge of honor or oh yeah, like I do X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, and I, 
and I'm actually doing all of them really well. Like, oh my God, like, isn't that crazy? I'm so tired. Like, what are you up to? Mm -hmm. Little Alyssa didn't realize she was just going around looking for that external validation. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I loved that. I loved other people asking me how I managed to do it. Um, I, it really did feel like a badge of honor and something you said earlier too, about having the off days, like, of course, not everyone practices seven days a week, but if your mind wasn't off on your rest days, or you weren't actually able to put the metaphorical burden down, it's not really rest. Like we weren't taught that we weren't taught like your rest days, you should be unwinding, you should be trying to de-stress to kind of let go of the things that you're working on. I know that when I was first learning to rest, when it wasn't because I was just absolutely exhausted, I literally had nothing left. I didn't know what to do because I would sit still and that would be like mm-hmm. a little like, um, jumping yeah. yeah, just like sitting there like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like I have to keep going. I'm so stressed. Like what am I missing? Um, so technically I wasn't doing the things, but I also wasn't relaxing either. So I just wanted to point that out where like, it is common to have days off, but it's really what's your energy when you're doing those things and recognizing that. Yeah. I think you make a great point of, I think we can almost become, we can crave or like have almost an addiction to that stress hormone response, right? Where we know what that adrenaline felt like when you're in competition mode, when you feel really good and you've trained so hard and you're exhausted, but you have those endorphins and the adrenaline and getting used to regulating your body after that can be really hard because if you were an athlete for years and your stress hormones, your cortisol, all of that was elevated, you don't know what it was like to swing the other way. Mm -hmm. And, And then let's talk about how most of us were athletes while also being in academic settings, whether that be high school or college. So Maybe you had a rest day from practice, but you're like, oh, I have to finish that paper and I have to study for that exam. And my friends are going out tonight, so I don't want to miss another night with them because I've been at practice every single night, right? We might have had rest days off from competition or practice, but did we really sit and allow our bodies to return back to baseline, allow our hormones to recover, allow our body to get REM sleep and deep sleep and all of these things that are so important that we could spend four episodes on, I feel like, but for, you know, the purpose of today's episode, reminding yourself that if you never took a break when you were in athletics, it will take some time for your body to re-regulate. Let's jump back in into what happens after you leave sports and then still try to navigate the lifestyle of being an adult with a career and incorporating rest. So it can be challenging to define what rest looks like for you. Never mind embrace this idea after years of discipline and sacrifice, just like we just touched on. For me, rest prior to taking this into consideration, if you had talked to me when I was 17 or 18 years old, oh yeah, I watched a movie with my friends and sat on the couch and Mm -hmm. Or I didn't have practice and I went for a walk instead of swimming 10,000 yards, right? That's maybe what my definition of rest would look like. Without rest, my body was really constantly in this heightened state, but I was so unaware of that. And that could be a recipe for disaster for sure. Um, I think there was a lack of awareness for myself in that age group of the teenage to early 20 years when I was still in high competition. And there was... I didn't have a definition or clear understanding of what rest actually meant. How about you? Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea what rest was. I also thought it was doom scrolling for hours. Mm. I'm like, no, I zone out. 
Yeah. I zone out for hours on end or, or I would define it as not doing something for myself. So all my off time, oh, let me go take care of the people that I care about. Let me go do these things for other people. Let me go step in and offer help because I've been so focused on myself. I've really been lacking in these areas and the, the guilt would kind of come in with that. And most of the time when we are trying to do it all, especially once we leave like the athlete environment and become adults, we're not just considering ourselves anymore, mm-hmm. whether that's caring about the people that you work with or a family or pets, friends. Usually when we're trying to do it all, some aspect of that comes from wanting to provide for others and feeling like there's not enough time to care for yourself. But the truth is there's zero chance you're fully present with the people you care about. There's no way you're showing up as fully as you desire if you're doing hundred things at once and you're not resting. You're not taking some time to just reset. Mm-hmm. And rest is not just sleep. Rest is not scrolling on your phone. It's different for everyone what rest is, um, but it's purposefully sitting and you know re-energizing. Um, I know for me, sometimes rest is stretching or doing yoga or reading a book or just sitting in silence. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is watching a movie for four hours. Yesterday, I decided to like play sick. I was like, oh, I'm sick today. So I like went in bed and you know wrapped myself up in a blanket and watched a movie. I was like, Max, please, I need some water. Help me. Like that was the rest I had yesterday. I pretended I was sick for a little while. Um, because that's what I needed. I needed to just kind of step out. But so it's just it can come in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just so important to be aware that you might feel that you can't rest because you're trying to care for other people, but you're not doing anyone any good if you're not recharging. Right. Right. Great point. And if you're not taking your foot off of the gas, if you're somebody that says, I don't need to slow down, I do my best when I have a task list and I'm on go mode. If you're not taking a break, if you're not pausing to check in with yourself, you are putting yourself on a fast track to burnout. It's like putting gas in a car, right? When that E light comes on, when you're running on fumes, your car is going to seize and stop at some point mm-hmm. and your body is not any different. And unfortunately, this spicy take is we are older than we were when we were athletes and your body is older and it's going to take more rest. It's going to take more intentionally, re- more intentional recovery time to give your body back the gas that you need to keep going. Where in athletics, you were probably on E and were able to coast a little bit longer because your body was younger. And people don't really want to admit that to themselves, but we're going to admit it to you here, guys. I hate to admit it to myself too. 30 is not the easiest age to come to terms with, but I will say that The more that I work with my body and understand that rest, recovery, slowing down, not doing it all for everybody else, pouring back into my cup are all very integral pieces to prevent burnout. Burnout can appear in a variety of ways. Not resting has multiple consequences. These include illness, injury, feelings of frustration, anger, overwhelm. Never mind the health risks that come along with high levels of stress for prolonged periods of time. If you can hear my voice right now, I am recovering from a little bit of a sickness. And the last week, I was not intentional with my rest. I was on go mode. I was doing all the things. I was working a long shift. Then I went out to dinner with a friend. And the next day, I went and I hung out with more friends. And I did not prioritize slowing down even a little bit. And my body is paying the price now. I wanted to kind of 
touch on something, Alyssa, you just spoke on, and that's that taking a break can lead to feelings of I'm not doing enough. This comparison to your younger self. Well, I used to practice two times a day, so I should be able to do this now. I used to be in the pool six days a week, so I should be able to get to just a workout today for one hour. It can be really uncomfortable to sit here as a former athlete and remind yourself that you need to rest when you're in a different season of life right now. Like I said, we're probably not, you, most of us are not the spring chicken we used to be. So acknowledging that, having the self-awareness to accept that for yourself and honor wherever you're at in this stage of life. Super important. Yeah, it really is. I am so much healthier than I was as an athlete. So just because you're not, or I'm not as spry as I was, where I could just get jump out of bed and like, I and just kind of like jump into my day. It doesn't mean that I'm like walking and limping and my body's hurting and I can't right. do things. My capacity is so much more now as an entrepreneur, as an exercise fanatic, as someone who has hobbies and likes to craft, as someone who's maintaining a healthy relationship, not only with my partner, but with my friends and I travel and, you know, all of these things I do. I take so much more time to relax now as well. Um, And kind of what you were saying a few seconds ago about those thoughts that come into your head that I'm not doing enough, that this is so uncomfortable. Rest takes work, guys. Rest takes work. And it when we slow down, oftentimes all the things about ourselves we were trying to ignore, like maybe some emotions or negative self-talk or a situation that's been giving us anxiety that we don't want to deal with, those things start to surface. Right. And this is where having a coach, like a life coach, transformational coach like Liz and I or whomever is so important because this is how you start to let go of those things and move through them and recognize those that inner working, the why do I not want to stop? What it what is it that I'm running from? What is it that I'm avoiding? What do I want to work through? And that can be really hard to do on your own, especially if you've never slowed down before and you're slowing down for the first time. And all of a sudden you just have this rush, this rush of emotions, of stress, of feeling like you're not doing enough or being enough. You get angry. It's so funny because like you think that resting is just like this beautiful thing. And you imagine the person with like the hot towel wrap on their head and like cucumbers on their eyes and mm-hmm. they're in a little steam bath. Like, no, rest is so important because it is provides you the outlet and the time to become aware of the things that are going on that maybe you weren't aware of before. Right. And the irony of this too is the hard work that many of us are trying to do, whether it's like to make money or to get better at something so we can eventually experience life the way we want. If you don't know how to chill the heck out, mm-hmm. once you get there, you're not even going to reap the benefits of the things that you've worked for. And that's a really like tough pill to swallow is if you don't know how to rest, just because you have a million dollars and work two days a week, yours doesn't mean you're going to rest on your off days if you don't know how. Right. This intentionality with rest, great takeaway because a lot of people know that they should. Most mm-hmm. people will be like, yeah, I know that I need to slow down. Oh yeah, I know. I'm I'm I need to actually sleep better or I should take a break or but I can't. It'll happen soon, you know. There's so what? It's going to happen right when you have the 2 million dollars, when you have the week off and and you actually get a break from work, but you have never put your body or paid attention to what rest is. Yeah. So that it's it's not even beneficial when you have it. I think your body is is different at this stage in the game, as you get older and as 
all these circumstances change with jobs and relationships and living situations and all these things. And with that comes new habits and lifestyles, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but there has to be some sort of intentionality that comes with rest and paying attention to how your body responds the best. Some people respond the best to seven hours of sleep, some to nine hours of sleep. Some need three days off from the gym when they're really sore. Some need a week, right? Like everybody's body is different. And the more that you tell yourself, I need to slow down, it'll happen eventually, you're doing such a disservice to your body in the long run. Yeah. This sounds kind of weird, but Liz, would you ever procrastinate resting on like free time? Yeah. And I think that comes back to what you said of of sitting with your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, being from New York, very fast mm-hmm. person, being just like, I think having the background in nursing, being an athlete, all of these traits within my body make me always want to go fast and be on go mode. So rest for me was always really hard and something I did always procrastinate. Even to this day, and this is something I've been working on for years to try and incorporate into my lifestyle. For example, I haven't gone to the gym in a week since I've been sick and I have I have done everything else but like I've been able to sit on the couch and watch a movie. I've done stuff for mm-hmm. the business, I've like cleaned the whole house. When my body was the sickest, I needed to just lay in bed and do you think I laid in bed? No. 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 <laughs> so I'm still working on I think yes, the procrastination muscle as far as allowing my body to ease into that that rest and digest mode. How about yourself? <laughs> yes. We're doing I, this podcast episode and we have to take our own advice. Yeah, I'm like shit. I used to let procrastinating be one of my personality traits mm. of oh, I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it. Yep. I know that if I just wait until the last minute, I'll get it done. That works in school when there's a deadline. Yep. And I also know that about myself. So sometimes in my business, I create deadlines. Uh, where I have no choice but to show up then. But when it comes to our health and wellness, when it comes to taking care of ourselves, there isn't, the deadline is you get chronic disease, you get chronic pain or you die. Those are the deadlines and we don't ever know when they're coming. Stress is one Mm -hmm. of the leading factors of chronic disease. It's It's one of those hidden things that we don't think about. When we're stressed, our blood pressure's high, our heart rate's elevated, our like we said, our, your hormones are going haywire. You can get used to those things too. It can become your baseline. And mm-hmm. especially if you're someone that procrastinates until the last minute, you actually are trying to create that scenario to have those things happen to you. Yep. <laughs> it's like the reason you procrastinate is because you get that adrenaline rush and you're like, oh my God, I have to do this. And you go, 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 go. You hyper-focus and that's just not sustainable. It's right. not sustainable. Alyssa, I'm like looking at myself, talking to myself, I'm like, Alyssa, it's not sustainable. <laughs> um, this is something that I'm getting a lot better at. I'll put it like that. And the thing that I've been saying to myself recently is like, I can't wait for it to be easy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for it to be easy for me to not procrastinate. Yeah. And that comes back to that, like you said, that almost that addiction, that craving of mm-hmm. stress hormones of like, okay, it's go time. I have a deadline. I have to get this done. And procrastination kind of leads to that. Mm-hmm. I love your reframe. I can't wait until this is easy. I can't wait until sitting in a place of rest is easy and also dialing in rest, but also dialing in when to put my foot on the gas becomes more of those natural flow states. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm working on that too. 
So to share with you all, how do you, how do you shift? How do you shift from this place of being on go mode, foot on the gas, chasing that cortisol, chasing that adrenaline and shifting into a space of, I know I need to slow down. I know I need to take time off. I know I need to give my body this rest. So it can be overwhelming after sports, shifting from a life of minimal rest to one where you dedicate intentional time, energy to implementing it. The biggest key here is to start small. I know that's something we've talked about in multiple episodes here, but if you try and Rome was not built in a day, if you try and say, I'm going to be a person who goes from a hundred miles an hour and I slow down to zero tomorrow, you're probably not going to be able to stay consistent with doing that. So Mm -hmm. it's going to take time, practice, conscious effort to prioritize rest if it hasn't been your norm for years. This is something I'm constantly telling my clients. Well, when is it going to get easier? I know, Alyssa, you just touched on that, right? Well, when am I going to just be comfortable with taking a day off and doing nothing and knowing that that's what my body needs to charge its batteries? It could take weeks, it could take months, it could take years to be able to lean in there and get comfortable, but you don't have to do it alone. And there is support out there for you if you're looking for it. Also, I feel like it kind of needs to be said that if you're listening and you don't know me, I'm not someone who just sits around all day. I'm not that person. I love to stay busy. I'm an incredibly driven and focused individual. I'm always ready to start a new thing, to try something different, to learn. I, this is, I've always been that way. That's why, of course, I found athletics and I continue to be that person. You can have rest and still be that person. Mm-hmm. I was always so afraid of losing my drive and thinking that like I just labeled doing nothing as being lazy and as a bad thing. And that reframing that and understanding that I didn't have to earn my rest by pushing myself to mm. zero was such a huge shift for me and starting to incorporate that, like recognizing my stigma of my judgment of other people who rested, my judgment of myself when I rested and realizing that, no, like you can put everything down, trust yourself. You'll be able to pick it right back up and be better for it. And my example of rest isn't going to be the same as everyone else's either. And yours won't be the same as everyone else's. And so just understanding that too. I don't need as much rest as most people, I don't think. I need a little bit if I put everything down. Sometimes it's even just 10 minutes of like, okay, brain, we're done for right now. And then you're like, okay, I'm ready again. But it takes time. So I just wanted to share that shift as well. Yeah. As many of you may don't know either of us too well, but I am very similar. I think, you know, we're cut from the same cloth and I can imagine most former athletes are too of we're afraid to lose that identity part of ourselves that has always been disciplined and showed up and been able to push the edge. You're not yeah. going to lose it. You're not going to lose it. If anything, it's only going to be that much stronger because you have that much more to give with charged batteries. So like you said, defining what rest means to you is really important. So it can look different for everybody. It could be taking intentional time away from screens. It can be actually getting enough sleep. It can be getting your lunch break at work. It can be it can mean so many different things. Maybe if you're looking to incorporate more rest into your routine, starting with one thing, one thing a day or one thing a week and then building up from there, defining what it looks like for you, maybe taking a dedicated rest day from physical exercise, planning a self-care day or some intentional slow down time in your busy day, 
listening to your body, saying no to obligations when you're sick. All of these are examples of what rest can look like for people. The bottom line is your body will know. Your body will know, your mind will know when it is enough rest for you to feel recharged, replenished, rejuvenated, to get back into the things with 100% to give. Be willing to ask for help. And it's not a bad thing to ask people to take some of your responsibility for a short period of time so that you can take some rest. Yeah. Asking for help can be, for some people, the hardest thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another episode we could probably mm-hmm. <laughs> we could probably talk about. But before we end off here, Alyssa, I would love for both of us to share maybe three ways that we've been able to incorporate or prioritize rest for ourselves as former athletes. So for myself, my sleep, um, especially coming off night shift, if any of you listening are night shifters, I was a night shifter for a really long time and my sleep was chaotic. So over the last year or two, I've really, really developed a sleep hygiene routine. I put my phone intentionally away a couple minutes before bed and I prioritize getting anywhere from seven to nine hours of sleep. I love the focus functions on my phone to keep the screen also away. The do not disturb function, if you don't know what that is, it silence all your notifications for a little while. And that's been also really... I find myself always reaching for my phone or the computer when I'm supposed to be resting. So that is a way for me to put it away, to not allow people to know that I'm actually busy for a little while. And I think the last thing would be really listening to my body. So when I start to feel sick, I would usually continue to push through for the first couple of years once I finish my swimming career. But now at the age of 30, when I start to feel myself get sick, I don't self-sabotage or feel guilty if I'm not going to go to the gym. I actually tell myself that this is me taking care of myself. I'm not going to go lift some weights. I'm going to take three days off and I am going to allow my body the time to regenerate some new healthy cells and things like that. How about yourself? Yes. Kind of what you were saying about your nighttime routine is how I manage my morning routine right now, where I get up and I don't use my phone. I do five minutes of silence, whether that's meditating, whether that's just sitting and letting the brain do what it wants to do, which sometimes it's a bunch of anxious thoughts. Sometimes it's just (laughs) in la la land, you know, whatever it, we just vibe, we vibe for five minutes. I do 15 minutes of stretching, five minutes of brain dumping in a journal, and I read. Don't get me wrong. It's not easy. That, like mm-hmm. it, That's not my default. It's not my default to do that every day, but I've found that I'm so much more present with myself and the people in my life when I take that intentional rest time to reset, to check in with, okay, how do I feel today? Oh, oh, I'm anxious. Huh. Interesting working through that anxiousness, or maybe I wake up freaking pumped. I'm like, oh shit, I'm pumped today. Mm -hmm. We're going to get shit done today. And just like recognizing that in myself. So that's something that I do in the morning that has been really just so important. And if there's one thing that you take from this is to please take five or 10 minutes to yourself in the morning, just to see how you feel. This is something I give to my clients is every morning or every evening, what are three things I did really well today? Mm. And what are three things that I'm going to do better tomorrow? So it's not an idea of, oh my God, I'm such an asshole. I was such an asshole today, or I didn't show up how I wanted. It's no, celebrate the things that went well and own the shifts you're going to make in a positive way. Uh, Something else I do is cook. I love to cook. I love to have on a nice um, 
Max and I have a playlist called Frankie and the Boys, and it's just a bunch of like old music and it plays in the background. I dance around my kitchen. It's very, very therapeutic for me. And I kind of get to shut my brain off and just flow and be creative. And then something else I do is I actually enjoy watching TV. So that's also time that Max and I spend together. We have our little shows. Uh, we're watching New Girl right now. We watched The Office, Parks and Rec, B99 a million times. And it's just like we sit by each other, we cuddle, right? So having that like time to be with my person too is very, right. very energizing for me. And we just take that time and not every day, but a couple of times a week, we'll watch something. And as long as that's not your only outlet and you're taking mm-hmm. the time to care for yourself too, I, like I don't, we don't, the point isn't to say like, don't watch TV, don't do these little things that are sometimes labeled bad, but do them to in an appropriate manner. Right. Right. Don't let that only be your outlet for rest and recharging is sitting in front of a TV, but yeah. it can be definitely one way you wind down. There are a lot of different outlets out there and we'd love to hear yours too. So to mm-hmm. conclude here, this rest muscle most likely hasn't been flexed very much during your athletic career. So it can be really uncomfortable at first to sit in a peaceful, restful state. If you want to continue to achieve your goals and lifelong success, rest is imperative. That's the bottom line. Without Mm -hmm. it, you risk burning yourself out, getting hurt or sick, depleting your body more due to stress and fatigue. So knowing when to slow down and rest provides you with that much more oomph when it's time to speed up and give it your all. If you have any ways that you rest that you'd like to share, please drop it on our Facebook group or on our Instagrams. If you liked this episode, please be sure to like our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and to be kept in the loop on episode topics, coaching spaces, all of those other things. That'll be over on our Facebook page so you're a former athlete end. Uh, Alyssa, anything else that I forgot that I missed that uh, you want to interject here? No, but I just loved this one. Yeah, this is a good one. And we're all on this this learning curve together. So if you're a little overwhelmed after this episode too, just know that you're not alone. Always reach out to us or anyone else in your circle for support. And we're looking forward to seeing you for the next one. Bye. Bye.